Welcome to another episode of Outer Heaven, the Knives Monroe podcast. I am your host, Knives Monroe. How you How you guys doing? Did I stumble that? Guess what? I don't do a take two. There is no take three. I don't even do that in film. I'm kind of like, you know, anything I've ever done. If I make a movie, it's kind of like theater. It's like, let's just rehearse, 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 rehearse. We're going to block it once. We're going to film it. And that's that. Whatever take it is, that's what it is. In my first movie, Her Doppelganger, there is a, an eight-minute monologue that was a page and a half's worth of dialogue. And uh, we shot maybe 40 takes. And the first take is actually in the movie. So I don't do I do not do retakes. What I'm trying to say is I didn't screw up. This is all part of the magic, baby. Um, how you guys doing? This episode is actually brought to you by Flashback, which is an Outer Heaven pillar. Um, Flashback is a service that is open to a wide variety of clients. You, if you guys have kids, if you have parties, if you have birthday parties, anything whatsoever, we, we want to film it. You know, there's a lot of value there. Uh, you know, we see opportunity in everything, uh, cinema is a is a dream language you know so everything that i that i kind of do uh, revolves around movies any conversation that i have i usually see like a behind the shoulder behind the shoulder wide close up insert you know what i mean um so this episode is actually brought to you by flashback did you know people forget 40 percent of what they learned in 20 minutes and 77 percent of what they learned in six days they forget 90 percent in a month surprisingly millennials 18 to 34 years old are more forgetful than baby boomers 52 to 72 years old. Our experience of the world is perceived 83% with our sense of sight. Video is processed by the brain 60,000 times faster than text. As a matter of fact, one minute of video is equal to 1.8 million words. That's pretty quick. 90% of information transmitted to the brain is visual. Video triggers emotions like no other medium. Video is forever flashback record relive remember so guys if you're listening to this podcast you know thank you very much i really appreciate it you know something happened since the last time uh we recorded outer heaven the knives mineral podcast is officially on itunes that's a pretty big deal so if you're listening to itunes you know subscribe please you know rate it preferably five stars because if you're going to rate it one star you're just a jerk. You're one of those people that say that the Muppets aren't real. You're one of those people that say wrestling is fake. You're one of those people that say they don't like Batman. So uh, go ahead and rate this five stars, four stars. You know, I don't know if we're a five-star podcast, but we will be. I'm working to it. I'm a very goal-oriented guy. Um, also, we're on SoundCloud. If you're listening to on SoundCloud, follow us, share us, give back to the community, um, demand more from yourself than anyone could ever expect and and share this podcast with your friends with your mom with your grandma with your children put it on a pregnant woman's tummy uh, preferably your girlfriend or your wife not just some random pregnant lady but uh, so uh, we have a really interesting show coming up uh, had a great conversation with our guest you know I feel kind of bad because I went into it uh, a little a little smug. I know. Can you believe that? I, I went into it kind of uh, with a preconceived notion about this artist. I had this whole idea about him. His work is incredible. There's something kind of uh, fear and loathing in Las Vegas about it. I kind of feel like I'm using these general terms that he that is probably associated with his work, and I don't mean to be so familiar. Um, he takes photos of nudes of, of both male and women. 
and um, kind of puts like this purple haze all around it. And it's so, you know, multi-textural and just crazy. Uh, when I saw his work, I, I thought he was this, you know, tenured, seasoned veteran, um, graphic designer, photographer, editor, entrepreneur from LA or something, some big shot. And truth be told, he's from the Rio Grande Valley. So that's actually freaking awesome. Um, he really surprised me. He was so humble. He was so down to earth. Um, you know, you, you have that to look forward to on this podcast. Once again, this podcast is going to be Mondays and Thursdays. Hit subscribe, rate us on iTunes, share this on your social media. Um, if you didn't, I'm going to judge you and I'm going to make you feel weird about it and I'm going to weigh you down and I'm going to pressure you and uh, I'm going to find you and I will kill you. I'm not going to kill you. That was a joke. Great. Um, now I'm going to get these false flags and I, I instantly I instantly regretted that. Um, well, guys, um, you know, we went fly, we went live uh, with kind of a rebranding of Outer Heaven yesterday. It was a great first day. Um, it's all about repetition. So you're going to be seeing a lot more from us. Once again, we have four pillars with Outer Heaven. Obviously, uh, Outer Heaven, the Knives Mineral podcast is one of them. We have a newsletter that we're going to send to our email contact list called Anarchista. Beautiful, beautiful little newsletter, kind of like a little mini zine, kind of punk rock as well. Um, we have Outer Heaven Film Studio, of course, to produce your music videos, to produce your scripts, to produce your film. You know, um, I'm a filmmaker by heart. That's kind of what I do. And of course, we have flashback uh, open to the entire public, open to your parents, your grandparents, your uncle, your niece, your nephew, yourself. We see opportunity in everything. We want to film your military homecoming. We want to film your birthday, your birth, your funeral, your bar mitzvah, your will. One of my friends, and I got to give him a shout out, his name is Daniel Menchaca, had this idea of recording a video will that would be played um, at a funeral and it would be displayed in a hologram. Um, you know, I'm going to talk to him about that idea. I want to buy it from him or collaborate or something, but I think that's an incredible idea and it's something that I actually want to do. I know you're hearing this right now and you're thinking that's ludicrous. That's not actually going to happen, but just give it time and it's going to become the norm. So guys, um, you know, it was a great day one. Um, our Instagram is the outer heaven, H A E V E N. Um, and also our Facebook is outer heaven, O U T E R. H-A-E-V-E-N. My Instagram, my personal Instagram is Knives Monroe. Follow us, share us. You know, uh, if you're a fan of the show and you want to be on the show, you know, go ahead and hit me up on Messenger. Hit me up on my on email. That's the outer heaven H-A-E-V-E-N at gmail.com. Ask me anything. Um, you know, I want to answer any questions that somebody might have about me or our guest or about future guests or about the state in the valley. Yesterday, I was filming at Yerberia Cultura for Mac Nights. It was super fun. I saw a man by the name of Filth the Terrible who shoved a nail through his nose into his head. He hammered a four-inch nail into his head, into his septum, I guess. I don't know. It was fucking madness. Um, and, you know, for his final act, he broke a light bulb and he ate glass and swallowed it in front of everybody. It was madness for an open mic 
Yerberia Cultura is not paying me to tell you guys to go out there. It's in McAllen on 17th Street. They they have something every day. It's It really became um, one of the most incredible places in McAllen to kind of showcase art. So if you're a poet, if you're a stand-up in the making, if you're a musician and you're a standalone act, whatever you are, and you you want to kind of showcase your work and you want to kind of work out material, go to Yerberia Cultura Mondays at Mac Nights, um, typically around 10 to 2 in the morning. You know, they do like $2 PBRs and things like that. I don't drink, but, you know, people are into it. Um, there's a stand-up comedian who travels the world. I think he just came back from Australia, and he actually got to meet the Lizard Man, like the one and only Lizard Man. He got to work. He the lizard man opened up for this guy you know what let me give him a shout out right now i have his look at how professional and well prepared i am that's right this thing came in handy how could i forget his name jacob james garcia check him out he is actually a donna native as well ghost town represent i inevitably will have this man on the podcast he was incredible the the lizard man, the one and only, that's right, the guy from the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, you know, he, he, the lizard man opened up for this guy, and he was there yesterday, you know, at Yerberia, and he was so humble and so cool. And this guy gives back to the community. And, you know, it's really a judgeless environment almost. It's really safe. There are some hecklers in the crowd because there's alcohol. That's what it's going to be. That's the environment. It's a tumultuous world out, out there, you know what I mean? Um, but it was really, really fun. Um, met some really gnarly people that I want to have on the podcast. So if you ever see me, I'm usually wearing an army jacket. Come up to me. Say hey. It's good to see you guys. Um, you know, without further ado, thank you very much for listening. Now I want to introduce uh, today's guest. Incredible dude, photographer, graphic designer. His work is going to be in the show notes. Follow him on his Instagram, his Facebook, all his social, his Tumblr. Um, email him if you want to pose nude for this guy. Um, you know, he is a very, very um, safe artist to work with. He's going to make you comfortable. There's no judging. You know, lots of women have, have came from working with him and had nothing but great things to say, safe things to say. He made them feel comfortable. He actually helped them, you know, kind of feel liberated with, with their body, you know. Um, there's no exploitation in his work. It's really very, very um, peaceful and serene, but also psychedelic and crazy. Uh, without further ado, today's guest is Nacho Dung. Sir. Were you born Nacho Dung or did you no, create Nacho Dung? I created Nacho Dung. He's become like my outro ego, you know. Um, the whole story behind him is um, when high school I used to write stories and my first main character was Nacho Dung. I don't know why I chose it, like, but uh, once I started doing art, I, um, I wanted uh, like a different name. So I kind of went back and I was like, when did I first like use my creativity? that create things out of nothing. So I went back to my first character, which was Nacho Dung, who was like, um, he was like an alcoholic superhero. And it's the whole story, but I mean like, uh, he had so, a psychic. Tell me the whole story. Um, it, well, he was the alcoholic superhero. Try not to hit the table. Oh, okay. No, you're good. Um, and uh, people would call him, like if there's an emergency or something, and he was always like, he would go shit face to the, like, the scene <laughs> of the crime. His weapon was a dildernator, which is like a vibrator. We cuss, right, or whatever. Here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
Um, and he had a sidekick, which was uh, Ice Turd, which was a penguin. <laughs> it was a penguin that didn't talk, but he didn't get introduced until the second. Uh, there, I did, I did like six stories. They're very like horrible, but I found them and I even drew them like digitally using um, Windows uh, Paint. Have you heard of that program? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. And uh, I would draw the characters, and they looked like exactly kind of like South Park characters because mm. you just use this basic like, circles. I, and this was before South Park because this was like in '90. I didn't even know when South Park started. But when I saw South Park, I was like, oh shit, oh shit, like the same. So you created the Nacho Dung kind of makeshift cartoon slash comic yeah. uh, before South Park? I think so. I believe so. How old were you? This is like '97, '98. I don't know. When did South Park start? I'm I think sure. South Park started in 97, 98, I think. Can okay. Come a little closer. It must, it must have been like 98. Maybe it was like the same. I don't know, but um, that was just similar. It was like cool. Wow. Um, but anyway, so like once I started doing art, um, I, I wanted a different name, so I chose Nacho Dung. And it made more sense now because I mean like, um, like people tell me, why Nacho Dung? And I'm like, well, Nacho, Nachos represent like... Um, uh, my Mexican American like roots culture and like um, nachos were like introduced to the states like in the early 20s by like the Mexican folks and now it's like worldwide like everyone knows nachos you go to Russia and people know what nachos are you know so it's very um, it's very easy to remember and it kind of ties down the my Mexican American roots being like I was born here in the valley mm and someone, but I was raised in Washington state. Mm. So, um, so that ties that. And then the dung part with dung is like poop. So it's like my shit. It's my art. It's my, what I create, you know? Yeah. So I tie that shit together. So, and then yeah, not your dung. Do you, is it important to you to protect the mystique? The mystique? Nah, nah. I mean, I, I, I see it like, like the, right side left side of the brain the creative crazy part is nacho dung mm -hmm. and the other one's just like are your parents still around yeah what do they think about nacho dung uh they don't they don't really like i mean they they know what my heart's about but i mean like they just kind of don't get it you don't think they google you no nah. no nah, i don't think they google me something tells me they do no, nah, no, nah, they're old school. They're like, oh, okay. They're, they're like, yeah, like, I'm not really yeah. sure they know what Google is. They barely like, they barely understand Facebook. But I mean, they've seen my art, so like, uh, they're just got, they don't get it. Like, they're just like, <laughs> why are you doing this shit? <laughs> you know, like, wow. But I mean, it's a whole generation. Have they ever asked you why are you doing this shit? Yeah, it's just like, I mean, they just kind of ask me like, you know, you should do something more productive or something more. I don't know. And like, I don't even explain to them because, you know, it's like, you can't teach an old dog new tricks type of yeah. deal. But I mean, that don't bother me. How many years do you have under your belt actually being a photographer? Uh, I would say like, maybe like three, four years. Oh, you're you're, you're kind of new in the game. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And yeah. what would you say is more so your identity? Like, what's your bag? A graphic designer? Yeah, graphic designer. Uh, I graduated uh, in December, this last December. Congrats as a graphic designers um i was more into like i wanted to go for art but um since i like more technology digital work i chose graphic design so i could like um learn have control of my like my branding and like you know instead of paying someone else to do something like i mm -hmm. could do it myself but i still kept that like art like 
on the background. And the, the cool thing about going to art school is like um, you just hang out with everybody from like artists that are doing 3D sculpture, like painting, all that. So um, it was kind of cool just kind of hanging out with everybody and just kind of, you know, bouncing ideas and getting like um, uh, influence and just like meeting people that were like willing to like work with me. Because in the beginning, you know, it's kind of hard. I mean, I don't know if the listeners know my work or the style or whatever, but um, I I work with people a lot, like models, and that like uh, helps me like create like these little images I, I I come up with so it's like you know it's kind of cool like just like going to art school and meeting all these cool people and like you know great. you know you were saying um, you know what you do um, I'll just go ahead and give the listeners a little heads up you know Nacho Dung I got attracted to his work there's an erotic quality to it I'm definitely going to put links to my favorite things that you've done <laughs> uh down below in the show notes so go ahead and check them out they'll kind of rock your world there's something sort of sexy and hunter s thompson about it and perverted but also gorgeous and he there's nothing um that kind of takes away from the artist it's not trying to what's the word it's not um um exploitation mm -hmm. you know what I mean you're really kind of preserving their dignity there and when I saw that I, I really sensed a maturity about you and I was like this guy's kind of a big deal I don't know if he knows it and I remember maybe a few months ago reaching out and being like hey man we gotta do lunch or something and you're like uh lunch you're like okay and I was like oh man I creeped this guy out but um you know you, you said something that's really interesting to me I don't want to project because I want to kind of hear more about you but mm -hmm. um I college didn't really work out for me you know mm -hmm. I, I went to STC which is basically 13th grade yeah. like it doesn't really <laughs> count uh, no disrespect to anybody out there um, especially STC if you're listening I love you not really but it didn't work out for me you know um, I did it for for two years mm -hmm. I uh, I saw there will be blood when I was supposed to be going to class I, I, I ditched <laughs> class and I was like whoa no 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 what the fuck am I doing this is what I've always wanted to do why am I doing this um, but it sounds like college really worked out for you and I'm not trying to be uh, bitter about that. That's interesting. Tell me more about that. Yeah. I mean like the whole college thing was like, you know, I didn't think it was for me cause I first went to school. I went actually to SCC first, uh, to, uh, become a teacher cause I like history and I wanted to be a history teacher and I just didn't take it seriously. And like, um, I just dropped out and just, you know, started working as a cook at Outback Steakhouse and just kind of like doing the restaurant business thing. And so I dropped out of school and then um, after a while, it's like, fuck, I don't want to just be doing this shit all my life, you know? What is this shit? Like cooking and like just working like a regular like job cooking mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. just barely like, I want to use my creativity. I felt like it was sucking my creativity out and I wanted uh, to do like more. I mean, like I, I did creative shit at work. Like what? <laughs> like- Where did you work? Pretty fucked up. Um, at Outback Steakhouse. Oh, cool. Um, I would decorate the restroom. You know, have you ever been to Outback Steakhouse? Mm -hmm. Remember that, those big brown breads? Yeah. Okay, well, you cut them up, and then you turn them around, and then you wet them, and they look like turds. <laughs> so <laughs> I would go to the girls' restrooms because we had personal restrooms in the back and, like, just splatter shit everywhere and put, like, turds hanging out, whatever. Wow. And I would just, like, <laughs> wait for, like, I would do the boys and girls, and I'll wait for anyone who would come 
and as soon as they come in, I would just record them, like going, oh, what the fuck? It was like, it was like there's turds like hanging, and wow. it looks real like like poop, man. Meaty. Like, yes, dude. Yeah. And like I would decorate it, and I was like, fuck, this is like I love doing that. I felt like alive, and like I didn't feel like I was just like. So like I missed the whole creating shit, you know, the whole like. Um, so uh, so when I dropped out, and then I was like, man, I want to go back. I didn't go back to school, but like for what? Um, I'm like, I want to do something like in the arts, something more like creative. Um, and I saw that, well, UTPA at the time had a graphic design program. And I'm like, well, maybe I get into that. Cause I mean, like I always liked um, using programs like Photoshop and all that. Like before even going to school, like I had it like installed, like burned by some dude. And like, I just fucked with it until like, I, I honestly, I just wanted to put like, my friends' faces on like naked bodies, just mm-hmm. didn't show them. Like ah, you know, mm-hmm. that's how I really wanted to do. And uh, so I learned the program, and I learned how to do cutouts and stuff like that. And like um, that, uh, I was like, maybe I should take it like seriously and like kind of learn more about graphic design. So like I went into it because I mean, graphic design is pretty broad. Like you could do a lot. You know, it's not just about making logos or making business cards or menus. You know, uh, it could work like in film, like choosing like the fonts of the film all that like it's a whole it could go any like route you want and um so like i like that because i didn't want to just go into it like art like and be like i'm just gonna be painting i'm just gonna be painting or like i kind of wanted to be more digital so i went back um to art school it was cool because like i was older and i took it more seriously and then like um I got to meet all these cool professors and like, you know, they were just kind of showing me what they're doing. And then like, I got to hang out with different students that were like, you know, they're still deciding what the hell to do. But, uh, that's how like you start networking and knowing different people or, and that, that helped me in that sense that like, I got like good connections, like, like with an artist. So it's more easy to work with what well, sometimes, cause some people don't like, some artists don't like to work with other people or like other artists they want to like but for me and I'm, I'm very like um open and kind of like i just like to like bounce ideas off and just why do you work. think that's important because like it uh it it like unites like you bond with someone and then like you keep bonding with different people and like you rub off good like vibes on them like that they tell people and then they tell people and then you just get all these awesome people that want to work with you. And do you encounter, of, at least in your history and in your experience, do you encounter more people that are like-minded with like you when it comes to that, or more people kind of on the other side when it comes to collaboration? Um, more like on the other side. Like, I mean, they like what I'm doing, and they kind of throw like a leap of faith, and they just like want to be part of it. So they just, you know, be like, hey, like, I would like to uh, be part of your work if you need help or if you need a model or like, and it just kind of goes off like that. And then you work with them and then they like it and then it just kind of triggers down. So it sounds like to me, just to take it back, mm-hmm. um, it's important to me to know, it always fascinates me whether if you're, um, you're, you're a musician or you're a photographer or you're a graffiti artist or mm-hmm. a comedian, whatever. I like to know the moment where someone realized they were creative. I know it's kind of very self-aware but i feel like creative types are a little yeah. too self-aware in a way you know we we're different we yeah. kind of filter shit in a different way mm-hmm. do you remember the moment where you're like i'm i'm this is what this is me this is what i do i'm creative i guess 
I mean, back to the stories when I first wrote them. Um, the reason I wrote them because I think I drew the characters first, like on the computer, and like rewind like in '95, my parents first got like a Windows computer, and I first turned it on. It was in my basement. <laughs> And I saw that little icon with the paint. I'm mm -hmm. like, what's this? So I clicked it and I opened and it's like, whoa, lines, circles. And I start <laughs> fucking with it until I start like creating like, my favorite thing was making snowmans and like making a background and stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was the first time I was just like, I took a whole summer just fucking with paint and like just making all these like weird shit. I never saved them because I mean, I didn't, they're floppy did. I don't know what the hell it was back then, but like, uh, <laughs> But I remember, like, when I first played with that computer, I was like, shit, like, I could create stuff. <laughs> like, like, and I was like, man. So, like, throughout, like, from, I think it was, like, seventh grade to, like, my senior year, like, I always took, like, computer classes and stuff because mm -hmm. I liked the whole, like, graphic part of it. And um, who knows? I mean, if I went to, like, an animation school or something, I would probably be doing something different. But, I mean since I was here, I had to kind of create my own little like world where I could like play and still use my creativity. Mm -hmm. And well, that's where I'm at now. <laughs> you know, there's a, I, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like saying plus size model is like a mm -hmm. dirty word. I don't think it is, nah, but there's this plus size model that I know who's, who's married to a poet as mm -hmm. well that I know and her name's Lily. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to have her on the show as well. Yeah, um, I, I know you, you've worked with her, man. Um, the, art that you make is really kind of crazy mm -hmm. and no one else is doing it. Um, how did you get there? Cause now you have an aesthetic. Now you yeah. have uh, kind of a signature. How'd you get there? Well, I mean like, uh, well, going back to art school, I mean, you're taught to like draw nude models and like learn like the, the figure of the body and all that. And like, I fell in love with it. I was like, shit, man, like, like the body's so like beautiful. And like, I'm like that, like inspires like, my creativity when I see a body I want to like paint over it I want to like change colors I want to but like keep the body form you know mm -hmm. so like I start doing that for like assignments because so I took printmaking too uh what is printmaking printmaking is like printmaking like old school style before like a printer so you learn how to do like um like how people used to print back then so mm -hmm. you do different styles like you pen, uh, print on like rock uh, you oh. on like metal sheets and stuff as well like props to all those people or <laughs> the people in the past I mean it was it was a bitch but I mean like, once you get it down I mean there's still artists that are still use that like style and you can make cool stuff um, but yeah the professor was very like like he was like you have to create your own images like don't just get some offline and then they put it on there and try to print it and like he wanted you he really emphasized on like creating your own little so so I just start like uh, um, like photographing like uh, nude bodies and stuff making like landscapes and stuff so I started doing that in printmaking and then like when painting you have to also draw uh, the human form and I like uh, I just fell in love with it and it's like damn I like this it's like it makes me want to like create so like I kind of just stuck with that and here right now <laughs> just still creating that like i mean if i was into like trees i'll be drawing lots of trees doing the same shit but with trees but right now i'm like going through my nude phase i don't know if it'll fade away or i'll mm. just continue evolving I it, it i think it's beautiful man have you ever done um exhibits yeah like i've i, I know for college i guess you have to well yeah in college but like outside like 
I had like my first like uh, art show at Space Sixty. Cool. Um, this was a uh, I think in February and it went pretty well. Like, you sell any work? Yeah, that's like, great, so man. I sold a lot of work and a lot of people showed up, so it was, it was cool. Like, my girlfriend does nudes, actually. Now that I think about it, I should have. That should have been the first person <laughs> that came to my mind. It's because it's so normal to me. There's nudes yeah. hanging in my house, yeah. and so I have children, and uh-huh. they're they're used to that. So there's nothing yeah. perverted about it. Is there anything kind of deviant about yourself when it comes to the work? Because as a filmmaker, if I write a sex scene, yeah, sometimes I get aroused like yeah. writing this. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm chasing it as it's happening. It's yeah. just coming out. But I get turned on, you know, and I kind of feel like that's like a method writing, sort of. I'm just like, why wouldn't I be turned yeah. on? Why wouldn't I cry if something makes me sad? It's just yeah. another impulse. Is there something perverted that you enjoy, something deviant about the nudes? No, I mean, like, I like I get that question a lot. It's like, how do you, like, do it, man? Like, how, how do you, like, not get a boner when you're, like, sure. in front of a naked person? And it's like, no, like, you, you, sh- like, you don't see it like that. I mean... Are you kind of removed from it? Do you yeah, really like look I, at it as an object? Yeah, yeah. Like I remove, and it's like a subject matter, and it's like how could I create something? And then you're focusing on like how light hits the body, how like uh, lines, curves, like all that. And like it's very like when I'm working with people, it's like the way I'm talking to you. Like it's just like you have to make the person feel comfortable to get like the good photos. So you can't you can't be all like you know. Um, I don't know what's creepy. Yeah, like I try to like not like cuz a, a lot of people like what I work with have never done that before in their life and they're just oh. like throw, you know. That's super exciting. Yeah, it's exciting and like after a minute, you know, they realize that like it's okay, like you know, I'm not just like staring at them like oh my god, dude. Cuz I mean like cuz earlier I need Tell me about the first time, the first time. You, that you basically, I mean, do you have you do this at your home? Do you have some yeah, sort of like studio? A, yeah, I have like a... Tell me about the first home. time when you when you dealt with a first-time nude model that, that you're going to photograph. Like personal? Sure. Like, okay. Um, Your first experience, I mean, how did you know how to direct them? Well, I mean, like, uh, having, like, um, like girlfriends or, like, you know, they're kind of like your 24-hour muses, you know? So that's where, like, you, like, uh, start learning, like... You, like uh, trial error type of deal because mm-hmm. I mean if they love you they'll support just laying there like you know um, so I mean but like once I uh, I use that like practice on like uh, like a new person and or the first time I worked with like professionally with it was actually with two um, friends of mine uh, they're in art school as well and so I already knew them they already knew me so it wasn't like that I mean like yesterday I had to like little rush but uh overall they like they had a good experience and i created some cool art out of it so like um but yeah like it's like i don't it it turns my, my mind on not like my physical self so like i see it like uh when i see like a naked body like it's a mental mind, arousal. yeah it's a mental arousal so like once I'm capturing that, like, I already want to start working, you know, like, while I'm taking photos, or once I, like, know I have the shot I want, like, I already just want to be like, okay, quit, all right, I already have my photo, like, and do just start working Do you on, try to you know? aim for one photo per subject? No, no, I mean, like, I, I like to shoot, like, kind of just raw and just kind of, like, because it takes a while, especially, like, if you're not working with a professional model, it takes longer for the model to feel comfortable and not have that stiff feel like you know once they loosen up and they're just like you know more relaxed 
then I could go an interesting direction. How do you get them there? Well, I mean, it's just talking to them and like uh, I communicate with them the whole time. Like, and you know, like we laugh about things. We just talk normal, like the way I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Um, we just start talking and then they just start talking and then like they start opening up and then like I bounce back and and then it's just real cool. Like they forget they're naked. And I guess if you're authentic and if you're vulnerable, they, they have to be the same. They open yeah. up. So like, yeah, and then like, it just, and then like afterwards they just, uh, um, they like thank me. Everyone I work with was like, wow, thank you so much for like making me feel good about my body. And like, mm-hmm. I've never, I thought like, um, I, like I didn't have a nice body or, and and then once they see it like on the wall, like printed and stuff, they're just like, damn, like shit. Like, what a good reward. Yeah, and then like in the beginning, well, like most of the people I work with don't want people to know that they're, like, so that's why I don't credit models. Ah. Well, certain ones. Kind of to protect their... Yeah, because, I mean, they're, like, uh, you know, they're nurses. They're, like, <laughs> like you know, like, they don't want... Yeah, like, average people <laughs> that, like, you know, they don't want their parents to know they did it. So, like, I respect that. So that's why, like, a lot of my art, um, you don't see the faces too much. Or I blur it or I that's liquefy it. That's very true. It. I never thought about that. Yeah. And then like, well, like, let's go back. I, I should have mentioned this earlier. Cause you said like my, my work was like erotic and perverted, but I don't see it like that. I, I see it. I'm as, projecting. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But, um, um, I see it, uh, like not sexualized. Like I want people to look at it and appreciate it without getting sexualized. Like I don't want just cause you see a naked body. It's like, oh, at least like that's sexy. You need to have sex with that. You know, like, mm-hmm. no, like I want people to like appreciate it. Oh and, yeah. Like, and like that's why I change colors and like you know just mm-hmm. make it all loving all around. Um, well, um, I definitely don't feel, and I'm not trying to backtrack, but I really don't feel like it's pornographic. Yeah, yeah. it's erotic, and that's different. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a big distinction, um, and I and I think that's great. Now it seems like in your life a recurring motif mm-hmm. is poop. Poop, yeah. Yeah, where where is poop <laughs> going in your future? Poop. That's nacho dung. Poop. Like what I mean, like the name. As far as your your, your identity and your your yeah. creativity, have, have you left poop behind, or is is uh, is, is fecal matter kind of still amused for you? <laughs> uh, I mean, I I guess I like it's always gonna be around. I mean, like I I like because I, I kind of feel like the the psychedelic aesthetic to mm-hmm. your work is that the is that the shit in a way? I mean, I don't know. Is I mean, that like, the yin to a yang? <laughs> Because no, I mean, at first time I saw your work, yeah. my initial contact with it was like, this guy does a lot of drugs. But it, doesn't, <laughs> it does not seem like that's the case. Nah. Uh, well, weed's not a drug, but I used to smoke weed back in the day. But weed's not a drug. Yeah, it's not a drug. Um, no, I mean, like, I guess I, I always liked that sense of humor, like the dirty, like, real, like... And I grew up watching films like John Waters, like Pink Flamingo, mm-hmm. like all that, you know, like trashy, mm-hmm. uh, very... You know, poor what, taste. What's another one? <laughs> um, I like watching uh, El Topo, uh, oh, Alejandro cool. Duratsky. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I like his films, too. Um, I like David Lynch as well. So, like, um, I like I like watching those films. And I, I like the whole, like, you know, like, atmospheric. But, like, John Water has more, like, fun, crude, like, you know, feel to it. And, like, uh, David Lynch has more, like, you know, atmospheric, very, like, so it's kind of like a blend of all those, like from like mm. films I watched, and then like from artists, like um, 
of course, like Andy Warhol. Uh, uh, You're the Andy Jeff. Warhol, the RGV. <laughs> the RGV. Yeah. Well. I think compliment. so. You're you're the Nacho Dung, yes. the one and only for sure. But I mean, there there is a an a Warhol element to what you yeah, do. Like that a, that is not that is not purposeful. That is just kind of genetic. It's just yeah. in your bones. It kind of feels. Yeah, I mean, like I I grew up watching like the art or I, like art history and all that. So you learn all the, like the past masters and like Matisse. That's another artist, Henry Matisse. I love his use of colors and he he. He would fuck with colors like that wouldn't go together and he made them like flow together and wow. I, I love that so i try to use a little bit of that aesthetic in my work so colors like a big like factor too this is something that always fascinates me with artists when do you know when the piece is done when it's finished uh, i mean sometimes it takes like months like sometimes i have like all these pieces that like are done but i'm not satisfied with them so i just save them <laughs> so then like um, then I go back to him and I'm like, shit, this looks awesome, but it's still missing something. And I just put something on the boom. Oh, okay. That's all I needed. Hmm. Like, you know, what's an example of that? Uh, like filters using like filters, lighting, like, like most of my work I do, uh, on the iPad hmm. and I use using like, uh, like 10 to 15 different apps. And I just mix match. Oh yeah, like what? Give me, walk me through. Uh, <laughs> okay, you take a still. Do you feel like it's giving away your secret sauce? Oh no, I don't mind. So like, let's say I don't mind you, mine. awesome. Let's say you get the still. Let's say you shot in raw. What mm -hmm. what's your process? So then I uh, upload it to the iPad, and then I. Um, I why the iPad? Why the iPad? Because. I could draw on it. I could put filters on it. I could erase stuff. I could do everything. Wow. I don't feel I have the same like feel if I was like on a computer with a mouse. That's kind of crazy how, you know, you've been doing this for a while. You've been creative since the Windows 95 era, <laughs> but your your body, the instrument you use is the iPad, something that kind of wasn't That's around until the 21st century. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, like I use like the same like creativity, but now with like so much more, like now you could do like, like you could do film, you could do like, you could edit film, you could like do art and stuff and just, have it all stored here. Do you know who John Lasseter is? Yeah. He did Toy Story? Yeah. I think he, I heard him say, I'm gonna butcher this quote, but he think he said, uh, art challenges technology, technology inspires art. Yeah. You know, and I kind of feel like, you know, you look at the electric guitar and Jimi Hendrix did something with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He saw the tool there and he mm -hmm. turned it into something else. You you do that with the, the iPad. It's really yeah. interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, I just enjoy doing it. I, I do a lot of my work when I'm taking a dump, so maybe that ties back to going backtrack with Do you really? Yeah. Wow. Like, well, before technology, I used to have a sketchbook, and I would put it right in the toilet. This was before phones. and I mean, wow. well, there was phones, but, like, You see, I, I wasn't reaching when I said that it's a running motif. That, yeah, I guess. That poop yeah, is yeah. a part of your life. Yeah, because, I mean... People poop every day, and you know. You know, if you look at like the the esophagus to the colon, there is a a black hole kind of spatial quality oh, to it uh -huh. that is universal. Yeah. You know, so it's not unusual. Yeah. So like, I would. It's in Mother Nature. <laughs> Mother Nature, it's natural. Um, so I would keep these books. So I have all these sketchbooks, and I would have like sharpies there, because I mean, back in the day when when people would take dumps before like everyone's on their phone now. Um, People would like either read books or just read a magazine or newspaper or just kind of look around, just look at your your, your bathroom surroundings or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was like, 
I need to like people poop a lot, so it's like you need to do some creative during that time because you're just wasting it, just sitting there pooping. You could be doing something with your hands. Mm-hmm. So like I would sketch and shit. So I have all these cool like funny like horrible drawings, but they're fun and they're I use colors and use sharpies and they evolved as I like you know. So I have like three or four books. Like I would have a book a year, um, and I like that feel that like I could draw like when I'm pooping I guess that like made sense with the iPad because it's like the same but now it's digital and like you don't have to worry about finding ink or do you get pink eye often <laughs> no 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 when's the last time you got pink eye oh my god I don't know it's probably like when I was in middle school high okay. school I'm right, just making sure I just want to make sure you're, you're being safe safe so what have you what have you done in 2016 that that is worth noting I mean, obviously, you graduated in December. Yeah. That's a that's a big deal. Congratulations again. Yes. Thank what, you. what have you done this year? I mean, that, I think this is the year I may have discovered you last year, <laughs> uh-huh. but uh, I mean, you're kind of making waves. Yeah. Um, just I mean, I'm working with so many people. Like I have people lined up. Um, like actually, I'm actually going to shoot this afternoon. Um, so like I have so many people that I'm working with that like I don't like I'm trying to put out stuff. I'm not creating as much. I'm like just working with so many people and storing, and then I'll go back to them. You kind of like archive things? Yeah. I keep, and then I go back to them. Cause I mean, like, I usually, uh, when I, when I shoot, I, like, if I get inspired right away, I just, as soon as I'm done, I just upload them and start working on them. Other times I just kind of store them and then wait until, like, I get inspired again and I go back to them and, so, so yeah, so like, uh, like that keeps it fresh. It doesn't yeah, really keeps keep it, fresh. it contrived. Or I don't, anything. I don't try, I try not to like use the same model, um, like back to back. Like I make like three, four, five different art pieces and then I make another one with a model. So mm-hmm. it kind of like, you know, and I work with like all everybody. Like I recently started doing uh, males too. So uh, I've been doing couples. I don't think I've seen any, any penises in your work. Just yeah, to, they're there. You just have yeah. to look hard. I'm gonna look way harder. <laughs> harder. That's cool. Yeah. So like that's open like uh, another uh, door to like couples or like just uh, like girl boy models. You Can know? I ask you a weird question? What? Do you believe in God? Do I believe in God? Um, like I believe in like like uh, there's something. I wouldn't say like the word God. Um, in your deepest moments where you feel like you, <laughs> you got there, what did you call it? I don't know. It's just like you've uh, more like of um, like spiritual kind of like you sense it, you know, I, I wouldn't like to put it like in words. It's more like you feel it. And, you know, there's there's something out there in the and, you know, it's good. I, I ask because, you know, you have a fascination, a curiosity, um, a relationship with the human body. I'm mm-hmm. sure with animals out there as well Mm -hmm. you know their form um the curvature you know uh evolution or or whatever you want to call it um we've adapted to this earth to this Mm -hmm. environment and it kind of created the human body Mm -hmm. um there's something beautiful about that and how we got here you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um do you find elegance say in a pair of testicles like in a scrotum uh, I mean, it's obviously not as elegant as yeah. a, a woman's bosom. 
Yeah. Aesthetically. And I think, I, mean, I think that's across the board. Most yeah. people would agree with that. Yeah, but, but I it, mean, like, different folks for different strokes. I mean, like, some people find that, like, you know, fascinating. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, in general, I mean, like, the body is just fascinating. And, like, like, the inside, the outside, everything, you know, everyone has their unique body. Their Do you contemplate form. how we got here? Uh, no, I don't. I don't really, like, go into that. I mean... I'm just happy that we're here. <laughs> we're like, you know. I, I, there's something holy about what you do, mm-hmm. the work, the product. Yeah, I mean, it makes people feel good. It makes people. It's celestial. Yeah. It's holy. Yeah. It's erotic. It's beautiful. It, mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, um, like you're creating mountains out of bodies, yeah. out of silhouettes, even sometimes. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, I just love nature. I love landscapes. I love like, you know. What's your What's your favorite animal? animal let's say i don't know aesthetically maybe aesthetically i mean i don't really use animals i mean you don't see a rhinoceros and you're like wow i mean yeah when you see it in person you're like shit that's fucking great it's, yeah um but like i wouldn't say i have like a personal like i mean lion lion i like lions growing up um so i have a little i have a two-year-old girl mm-hmm. and uh i like I like watching her impulses kind of mm-hmm. take over. And when she sees a puppy, she knows that it's safe in a weird way. If she sees a cat, she knows that thing <laughs> is like, it's looking in me and yeah. I don't, I have a weird feeling about that. I like that instinct. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's something about the lion that's just like, you have to bow. Yeah. You have to bend the knee. Yeah. Do you have kids? Stuff. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How many? Three. Which one's your favorite? Uh, All of them. Yeah. But the smallest one's super cool. <laughs> boy, girl, boy? They're all girls. All girls. Yeah. Wow. That's cool, man. Uh, what are the ages, if you don't mind? Uh, 15, 14, and 9. 9. Wow, man. <laughs> uh, you live with them? Uh, they live with their their mom. We separated. You see them often? Yeah. That's cool. That's got to be fun having Nacho Dung as a dad. <laughs> yeah, and their friends think I'm cool, but they think I'm weird. I bet. I'm the dad. <laughs> yeah, you're always going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. um, was their mom an artist? No. Nah, she's a chef. She's a cook. That, one could say that's an artist. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. I did a profile on a cook and uh, seeing them, their ingredients, mm-hmm. it's like chemistry. Yeah, but no, it is. I it didn't is. even know what the fuck cilantro did <laughs> until I talked to a cook. And they, yeah, and it makes science. all the difference. Yeah, Parsley? Yeah. <laughs> that shit's nothing to be fucked with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really cool. Do you have a special lady in your life? Yeah, I have uh, my girlfriend. Her name's Amy. Case cool. Bear. How long have you guys been around? Eight years. Eight years. You're going to put a ring on it? No. <laughs> not, not really into <laughs> no, it? No, we're not like into marriage and all that. So That's good for you. You got it all figured out. <laughs> she's obviously, you know, you've been doing this forever. Um, she's totally, she totally gets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like she, and she's a writer. So she's a freelance writer. So like um, she, she met me like during, like she knew I, I was in, in doing art stuff and, you know. Does she ever help with your business? Uh, yeah. Like sometimes she helps me like during the shoots or like holding lights or like just you know uh, just being there in general. So. Wow, man. Well, it, you know, I bet a lot of people tell you that you're down to earth. Me? Yeah. <laughs> you're really chill, man. I I had a a kind of completely different idea about you. It just goes <laughs> to show like you can't judge an artist by their work. You know, yeah. um, like Woody Allen. You know, you see his movies and they're kind of so great and you hear this person and you're just like, hmm, like, nah. I don't know. But there has to be a separation there. 
You know what I mean? I, pe- I feel like people judge my stuff all the time and, mm-hmm. and I don't care about the audience when it comes to film. I yeah. don't I don't know. It's not up to me because whatever I intended, there's going to be a hundred different interpretations to that and I don't yeah. have an authority over that anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, where is Nacho done going? Going? Well, I mean, I'm going to stick around here in the valley. Why? Because of my daughters until they... Uh start college and move on and then I'll probably go somewhere a little more art oriented um, like what I really like like Seattle area have uh, you ever been yeah I was raised in Washington that's right so like I really like that area because you know it, I mean the weather kind of sucks but I mean the scenery is gorgeous and like I want to start doing more like outdoor like like shooting outdoor because most of my work is indoor like in a studio or like True. So I, I want to start experimenting, like shooting outdoors, like in badass, like majestic sceneries and, you know, yeah. and then like maybe you, I don't know if I'll, I'll still like funk it up with like the colors and all that, <laughs> or I don't know. I don't know what direction I'll go, but um, yeah, I want to go somewhere where there's more like, you know, more shit's happening, more outdoor activities, more like, you know, because I feel like, I mean, the valley is awesome. Like I like it, but I wish there was more outdoor shit you could do. Like what? I like totally agree. Hiking, like mountains, like mm. uh, uh, just like finding places where you could hang out outside and like not be eaten by mosquitoes and just be melting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, that's the charm of the valley. You know, it's rough, but like it's so rich in culture. And I mean that, like the reason I, I also do a lot of work is because like I want people to kind of get inspired to like do shit. Like when people tell me like, "Oh shit, you're you're based from like here, the valley." Like, yeah, and it's like, I want people to be like, hey, people could do cool shit down here. <laughs> like, you don't have to go to, you know, bigger cities to, like, do awesome stuff. So, like... The um, Valley has a lot of gems, a lot of diamonds mm-hmm. in the rough here. I've yeah. seen great artists come from here, leave here, mm-hmm. but also there's some that are here right now that are incredible. And yeah. and the uh, the selfish person in me wants them to stay here to, re- <laughs> to represent yeah. for that young crop. Yeah. There's so many 16, 17, 18 year olds um, that are hungry, that are mm-hmm. so blissfully naive, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they have such a, a future ahead of them. I want to see them be able to have enough thick skin to, to get raped along the way yeah. and still be here. Yeah. Um, what would you say to, to those kids, you know, that, that want to be a nacho dung, that want to be <laughs> a one of a kind, that, that want to be creative, but, but people are telling them, the conservatives here in yeah. the Valley are telling them there's no money, there's no future, there's no purpose. Yeah, no, I mean, I tell them there's, like, the whole world's in your hand. You have a phone, you have to connect to the internet, so you don't need to go, like, to Paris or whatever. Like, sure, it's nice to go, like, see other, like, travel a lot, but take all that, bring it back, and then, like, uh, create something unique. Like, take all your influences and use that to create something unique and find something that you like. You know, if you're, like, drawing, you like painting, you like singing, you like, you know, whatever you're into, it's, like... But like have a creative like force behind it and make it unique, make it yourself and don't feel like no one that you can't make it because you're living here in the valley and there ain't like, you know, shit to do here. But there is you just have to find it like uh, like right now I'm trying to look for locations here in the valley to shoot like outdoors and stuff. So um, you just have to kind of like if you're hungry, just fucking do it and, and don't feel like you don't. You can't do it because you don't have like money. You don't have um, just excuses. Just do it. Like 
start off in your room just drawing or whatever you're into and just keep doing it until people start noticing <laughs> and then they not notice you because you know you're making so much crap and that's what I'm doing right now I mean like I just try like like I the art scene's getting kind of you know like it it's getting bigger in the valley which I like uh, I like what Harlingen's doing have you been to like the Harlingen yeah Harlingen scene is kind of it's like an it's its own little snow globe right now yeah it, I think it's probably like the best one now wow uh, and in Bronzeville has like pretty badass scene why do you think that is there. why why how did that happen i don't know i mean well the thing is like i guess like the location because they have all these like buildings there did mccallum get neutered somehow i don't know what happened in mccallum but like everyone knows that like it sucks like the art walk here and all that like i guess it got like too i don't know i guess too family oriented or i don't know safe do you really think so yeah that like you know you need to have like more adult more like you need more interesting art than like just the regular you know i mean not to knock that like that's fine that they're doing family things but i mean like um like for like my work i couldn't be able to show my work there because like the valley's very conservative and very mm -hmm. like they see nude body and they're like oh that's pornographic like you know so they sexualize so like i can't really show it because and i don't want to like you know make um uh, parents or like you know hmm. like uncomfortable with their kids but i mean but i do want to open the minds here and be like you know like look at nudity in a positive way not in a sexual way so i mean that's why i use uh social media and all that and it's been pretty good i'm glad i haven't been like blocked or anything because i know like facebook and instagram and all that they're very sensitive with like nudity mm -hmm. and i haven't been reported which is nice because I'm still making I, stuff. I think Tumblr's kind of yeah. Tumblr's you get to cool, do anything you want there. But I feel like most of my followers are like on Facebook and Instagram. So so um, yeah, the Brownsville scene's kind of happening. Harlingen, that's true. Uh, I'm a Donna guy. Donna. So no matter where I go, I have to travel. Whether <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. McAllen, Mission, Brownsville, Harlingen, whatever it is, I got to go travel. Which mm -hmm. is cool because. If you look at like Austin, mm -hmm. from the north side to the south side, that's basically going to <laughs> Brownsville to yeah. Mitt McAllen or something. It's the same shit. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the last things I want to ask you, and uh, you've been great, man. Um, you really opened my mind, and uh, I'm really happy that you you called my bluff. You know <laughs> what I mean? And uh, and thank you for being here. Um, in college or you know trial by error. How did you learn how to protect yourself in terms of the business out of what you do, you know, in terms of um, monetary transactions and, and protecting yourselves? And, you know, money can be a, a touchy issue for some people, mm -hmm. especially down here, because the Valley has um, a lot of people have negative associations to, oh, people are cheap. There's no money in this, that and the third. Um, what would you say to the young, the young and up and coming artists here in the Valley and even some that, that don't really know what to do there? Um, sure, you're creative and you got the skills. Mm -hmm. um, I think most people kind of need a business sense as well. Yeah. Um, how did you get there? And, and um, was that did that come from college or did that come from some other place? Well, I mean, like, um, yeah, a little bit from college. But, um, like, uh, the whole approach, like, for me, it's like I don't pay my models and they don't pay me. But I... I I hook them up with like a final frame piece and that's for free and then whatever I create 
we, I mean, we signed contracts and like they give me the rights to like sell their mm-hmm. image or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when when I have like art shows. And, and how did you know how to how to protect yourself there? Was that through college or? Did yeah, you, I mean, like that and like kind to of draw like up a contract. Says, some people don't even know that. Yeah, I mean, like you have to like document everything and make sure like you know the bottles are over eighteen, and um, that. Uh, they're cool with you like messing with their image and it's gonna be like published like online and then like you make you make sure that it's not like gonna be like a pornographic type of like that you're not gonna use their images like in pornographic purposes it's all like for art purposes and it's on the contract and they get a they get a email of the contract with all my information and mm. vice versa mm-hmm. and I have all their information so so like that keeps everyone safe. So like in case like they like if somehow someone's like hey, she they pose naked whatever, but it was like done professionally. It wasn't like because you know with the whole like uh, shit that's going on right now with the uh, Donald Trump's wife. What's her name? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? But anyway, uh, everyone's all like uh, slut shaming her because she posed nude back. In oh, the well, day. that's not cool. Huh? They, no one should slut shame her. Yeah, I know. No, and it's like cool. that's not cool at all. Because I mean like. It doesn't matter who her husband is or yeah, if yeah. she's a dumb kind. Yeah. Like, her body, that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I mean, they're tasteful and they're, like, nice and stuff. But, I mean, like, yeah, I was, like, even though I'm not, like, a Trump supporter, but I'm, like, that, I'm, like that's fucked up. They yeah. shouldn't, like, you know, uh-huh. shame her for posing nude, whatever. 100%. So, so yeah, so that's why, like, I always, like, do contracts and stuff to make sure everyone's on the same boat and they understand, like, that, you know. Well, you brought up Trump. Um, with your work, like you said, it, it, it creates waves. It's provocative. Um, there is something inherently political with that. People are going to say, what's your agenda? What's your angle? What are you trying yeah. to do here? Uh, my kids, somebody think of the children. This isn't Christian. All that yeah. stuff. There's something provocative about your work. What Do you defend it? Does the work speak for itself? Well, I mean, like, I, I, like, yeah, like, I wouldn't want to, like, engage in that. I mean, if they want some kind of explanation, like, on a personal level, I would explain it to them but like i'm not about like you know like i'm trying to liberate the valley and make them all heathens here you know Mm -hmm. no it's it's really just down about like making people feel good about themselves and people looking up to i get a lot of like messages from like random people they're like thank you for like using like bigger models or like you know like models that look like me like Mm -hmm. you know not just like skinny girls or whatever and they're like, thank you, like, you know, that made me feel so good about myself and everything. And That's wonderful. Yeah, and if it, you know, I want people in general that, like, I wanted to look at my work and be like, hey, you know, like, I, I look like that. Like, I could be beautiful, look good, and feel good about myself and have that, like, strong mindset. So, like, once they go out there in the real world, they're confident and they're stronger and, like, you know, they could become something awesome without like with that comfort and without feeling like bad about themselves or you know so i hope my work shows that it does show that man and uh you as a person mm-hmm. um you know my name is knives monroe and a lot of people say is that your real name is that the way you were born like knives like cochillo i hear the same <laughs> shit all the time and, you know, I always tell people, you know, I wasn't born Nimes Monroe, I became Nimes Monroe. Yeah. And I know that you weren't born Nacho Dung, you became Nacho Dung, you created this motherfucker. Yeah. And you're a very humble person, you're very inspiring. Um, you know, uh, where, you know, I asked you this earlier, you know, where are you going? Uh, where do you want to go, you know, uh, 10 years from now, 
uh, Miha is already in college. Mm. She's doing her own thing, you know. You, you're out. Yeah. You clocked out. You're like, thank you. I did my job. I'm out of here. I'm going to go to Seattle now. Um, are there any people out there that you want to work with? Is there anything you want to leave behind here in the Valley before you go? I mean, where do you see yourself in 10 years? That's such a big question because technology, you're going to be <laughs> yeah. fucking around with holograms and, and yeah. uh, virtual reality by then. No, I mean, like, well, I mean, uh, I just want to, I mean, I'm always going to be around the art scene creating and stuff so like no matter what like if it's like making like a poster for a movie or like making clothes or like just you know anything that like if someone a designer likes my style I could incorporate that like in a t-shirt or like in shoes or like for me like I don't have nothing specific I won't say like I just want to just do this for the rest of my life like mm -hmm. I feel like like just connecting with people and like throwing good vibes out there and or come back like a full circle and then like someone that wants something like in that style it's like I know this dude he does weird shit check him out you know mm -hmm. and then, you know you network from that so like I'm like I said like with graphic design I go anywhere you know like mm -hmm. and I like to keep that open so like I'm happy to do whatever you know like if they want a book cover a music video or anything you know um, but I'm always going to be like surrounding myself by creative folks or like uh, showing my work, displaying it, you know, and like in bigger places. Hopefully, get some of my art like in big <laughs> galleries or museums and stuff. For sure. But like leaving the valley, like I want, you know, I want to leave like, like before I leave the valley, all the work I created here, I want to make a book. Mm. And uh, what I want to do is uh, uh, just uh, have it published and stuff here, and like just. Um, just so I could like spread out here amongst the people. And I have, I have these other projects before I leave the Valley. I don't know if I should say it yet because it's still in the works, but it has to deal with Valley foods, nudity, and a cookbook. <laughs> wow. So All in one thing? Uh, all in one thing. Wow. And it's gonna be like, like the idea was like Valley foods, what's like unique. I still, I'm still doing research on that, but like, Basically, like the weird shit people eat in the valley, mm -hmm. like make it a cookbook, show people how to make it, but it's mm. photographed like on on nudes. So like, wow. <laughs> so say like like hot Cheetos with cheese, right? And then add a nude model. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Can we pre-order this already? <laughs> so it's in the works, and then like another one. You know how like the uh, Japanese have the sushi and the nude models? Yeah. I want to do them, um, but like uh, with a botana. I mean, that sounds lovely. <laughs> and like, shoot it very vibrant, very like saturated. Yeah. Because like, how like rich the culture is down oh, here. Oh yeah. So that's my next big project that I'm working on. And I already, have, I already have the people that are down to work with me. That's so, huge. Like, and then the thing is I could design the book and like I get to control like the whole, you know? Oh yeah. So I feel like it would be interesting just here in the valley because that would just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, it's our food, but totally. it, you know, but it's shot like with nudes and all that. But I feel like the outside world would be like, that's interesting because they're like, what the hell, gummy bears with chamoy? What the fuck's that shit? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's so. That's so. That's that's only in the valley. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So so we're working on that right now. So maybe I'll, by the end of this year, I'll have everything set and the style I want to shoot it. And so I guess look out for that in the future. That's so awesome. it's still in the works. So yeah, that's great, Nacho. Um, so last thing, where can people find you on the internet? What's your social? Uh, on the internet, uh, just like on Facebook, um, 
Tumblr, Twitter, all that. Just for Google, Nacho Dung. Nacho, D-U-N-G, Dung, in case those people don't get. Uh, I'm working on a website, because uh, I have like my, my graphic design regular, but like uh, I want to make a Nacho Dung, like official one with like different bodies of work, styles and all that. So I'm working on that as well. So, but like for now, just all social media, Nacho Dung. Awesome. Um, if you ever need a, a male model, I'm sure people kind of troll you with that. Yeah. But uh, it would be honored to be painted by you, man, in whatever <laughs> shape or form. Yeah. I have a, a hideous penis, so I feel like you could really work with that. I'll make it look good. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you.